Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 177 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, something else to add to uh, this Financial Literacy Month uh, theme week I'm kind of doing here. I'm not spending the entire month on financial literacy topics, but uh, this week I am dedicating to uh, financial literacy topics. Uh, we know that yesterday we talked about bull markets and bear markets. Well, today I'm going to talk to you about how your money grows and specifically about the rule of 72, what it is, uh, and how you can use it to approximate how your money should grow into the future. And hopefully it's a helpful tool for you uh, and uh, you can really learn how compound interest works uh, and learn how your money actually grows or how it actually should grow uh, in order to build long-term financial freedom. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, and be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long-form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to create a financial plan that is specific to you and your family's needs and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab, and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So I talk about investing a lot, and I talk about uh, the importance of growing your money into the future a lot. Uh, and I stand by those statements. I stand by that it is important uh, to grow your money for the long term. It's important to put money away and have it invested and have it earning some rate of return into the future. Yes, of course. Uh, but it's also important uh, to be able to not just guess, but to be able to estimate uh, where you are going to be given uh, the certain amount of money that you have invested uh, and the certain amount of time that it will take your money to grow. And today I really wanted to focus on one specific uh, idea that can really uh, highlight how money grows and how money um, specifically doubles over time, and that is the rule of 72. And the rule of 72 is just an approximation method uh, that is used to see how long uh, it takes your money to double uh, given a certain investment rate of return. But the rule of 72 really relies on the idea of compound interest. Uh, the rule of 72 would not work if it were not for compound interest. And so we're going to talk a little bit about compound interest first and then dive into exactly how you can apply the rule of 72 uh, and how you can uh, more accurately, not just approximately, um, see how much your uh, investing, your systematic investing, the rate of return that you're earning, the principal amount uh, that you've put away already should be worth uh, when it comes to your long-term financial future. So we've talked many times uh, about how money grows, about uh, compounding your money into the future, uh, but let's just remember that compound interest uh, can cut you both ways, right? Compound interest is not just in the positive direction. Compound interest can also be in the negative direction. Compound interest is not just for the growth of your money. Uh, compound interest can also work against you uh, if you have any types of loans, debts of any type uh, outstanding because uh, the loan that you have or the debt that you have compounds and continues to grow 
interest as you are paying on it or if you you know have it deferred or whatever it will continue uh, to grow and compound into the future and so compound interest can work against you in that way and make you owe more on certain debts that you have uh, but we want to be on the right side of compound interest we want to be on the positive side of compound interest and the positive side of compound interest is investing your money for the future and allowing your money to grow systematically uh, and seeing the account values rise and having money to live on uh, when you are eventually retired or uh, money to do things with uh, in the future and understanding this idea of compound interest understanding how money grows uh, will really give you a better idea of why it is so important to put money away today why it is so important to invest money uh, now and let it grow uh, over the long term and not just have this idea uh, that you can make up for whatever you haven't done uh, thus far in the future by doing the exact same thing that you would have done now but maybe doing it a little more no you are losing valuable time compound interest relies heavily on time it relies heavily uh, on the amount of time between you and the time when you will need your money right uh, just naturally if you think about your debts uh, let's say the longer you defer a debt right the more interest that has been earned on that debt and the more you're gonna have to pay that's pretty obvious uh, but let's say that you have a debt that is a 4% annual debt let's say it's student loans okay and you got your student loans and deferment and uh, they are deferred for two years now this isn't gonna work out perfectly because a lot of student loans are calculated with daily compounding but we'll just assume annual compounding here and just say let's say 4% per year as the rate at which uh, your student loans were taken out well if you defer them and you defer them for a two-year period uh, then let's say the original balance of ten thousand dollars let's say uh, becomes what it becomes ten thousand four hundred dollars right four percent on that original principal loan that you took out but then that next year that second year of deferment you aren't earning the four percent on the 10,000 again. So it's not going to be, okay, $400 of interest the first year, $400 of interest the second year. That's what we call simple interest, okay? But compound interest uh, is this idea of, okay, we begin with the principal value of 10,000, okay, $400 of interest the first year. So now the total value of the loan is $10,400. Well, now 4% on top of the 10,400, not just 4%. Uh, on the original 10,000 and so you can see that year by year the amount of interest that is gained uh, on whatever is either invested or in this case we were talking about a loan uh, the amount of interest that is gained will increase uh, even given that same original value uh, because when you have compound interest you're basing the interest on uh, the end of the last period you are not basing the interest on just the beginning value you're basing it on what its most recent value was at the end of the last period uh, and therefore it's going to allow money to grow at a faster and faster rate over time right because if you're earning more and more interest as time goes on as each year or each month or each day passes uh, if you're earning more and more interest then that's a good thing if you have money invested but it is a negative thing obviously if uh, you have a loan outstanding because the more time uh, that you spend not paying on that loan the loan value will increase and it will increase at an increasing rate now when it comes to growing your money and compound interest 
the arc of the growth is going to look like an exponential curve. It is going to uh, start, and I guess uh, you guys probably see it backwards from how I'm drawing it, so I'll draw it like this, but it will start uh, with, let's say, a very small amount, like we started with $10,000 right there, and it will grow incrementally, incrementally, but like I said, it's gonna grow at an increasing rate over time. The slope of the line, the slope of the plotted however much the, the account value is, right, is going to increase every single year at an increasing rate, right? And so you're gonna see that exponential curve occur. And so all this is telling us is that the more time that we have to grow our money, the better. The more time that we have to put our money away, uh, you know, earning the exact same rate of return over time, uh, the more money we're gonna make on that money over time. Uh, that's why people say it's so difficult uh, to get to, let's say, the first $100,000 or the first uh, even million dollars, right? A lot of uh, billionaires have said it's, it's very difficult to get the first million, uh, but it becomes a lot easier from there because of how your money grows. And that specifically brings us into the idea of the rule of 72 because you have to think about how your money may double in value, right? And, and just to kind of approximate how your money is going to grow over time. So let's just start again with that $10,000 initial principal value, but let's say we invested it, right? We invested our money uh, and let's say that we invested it and we were earning 6% per year. Now this is a little low of an estimate for a long-term, uh, you know, let's say stock market return, but we're just going to use it for some easy math here and to explain the rule of 72. So the reason that it's called the rule of 72 is because if you know what rate of return to expect from some investment, you can take 72 over whatever that rate of return is as a whole number. So if I'm saying a 6% rate of return, and I'm saying, okay, 72 over, I'm gonna say 72 over six, okay? And 72 over six is going to be equal to 12. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means that approximately every 12 years at a 6% rate of return, your money will double in value, okay? So let's say that we start with a $10,000 investment and we put that $10,000 investment away uh, when we are, let's say, 20 years old, okay? You put that money away and you just let it grow and it grows at 6%, okay? Well, that money will double once in 12 years. So by the time you are 32 years old, it'll be worth $20,000, okay? Then in another 12 years, it will double again, okay? So from 32 to 44, right, it will double again. And so it, by the time you're 44, it will be $40,000, okay? And then from 44 to 56, it will double again, okay? So by the time you're 56, then the account value will be $80,000. And then from 56 to 68, it will double again okay so you see where i'm going here it will double again and then by the time you are 68 that ten thousand dollar initial investment uh, is then worth a hundred and sixty thousand dollars okay now obviously a hundred and sixty thousand dollars is not enough money to uh, retire on so this is not me saying you can just invest ten thousand dollars today and get to where you need to go that's not what i'm saying okay but what i am saying is that you can see that over time within the same time periods money was growing faster as you moved along, as you moved time periods. Because we know in that first 12 years, right, from 
the 20 year old to the 32 year old, the money only grew by $10,000, right? You went from $10,000 to $20,000, okay? Uh, which is double, right? But we also saw that from 56 to 68, the money grew $80,000, right? It went from 80,000 to 160,000. And so again, the money doubled, but it just looks different now. The money doubling looks different. It looks like $80,000 here and not uh, like the $10,000 uh, growth that we saw in that first 12 year period. And so as you see, money continues to grow at a faster rate over time based on compound interest. But this rule of 72 will allow us to approximate uh, how much money we can have in the future and how quickly uh, money will double for us. Now, like I said, that 6% rate of return may be a little low for the uh, long-term historical rate of the stock market, but nonetheless, it provides us a good example of what uh, goes on when your money is growing and how your money compounds into the future. But again, this is an approximation technique. This is not an exact science, but I will show you exactly how close it is. So via the rule of 72, what we just proved a moment ago uh, was that money uh, invested, the $10,000 invested uh, at age 20 would be about $160,000 by the time uh, you are of age 68. So that's a 48 year period, okay, that that money grew over. Well, if you took uh, the actual numbers, right, you did the actual compounding and you actually saw uh, you know, how that money grew over time. You took the real future value of that $10,000 over a 48 year period. What you would find is when growing at 6% per year, uh, the money would be worth approximately uh, $163,938. So that's just, you know, $3,000, $4,000 off uh, from the approximation that we have. So you see how reliable the rule of 72 can still be, uh, even though it is not an exact science. But it's an easy way to go, okay, well, at this rate of return, this is how long it's going to take to double the amount of money that I have in this specific account. Now, if you're saying, okay, well, that's interesting, but uh, let's talk about some real money. Let's talk about how we can accumulate real money and how much money today can really turn into over the long term. Well, hey, let's do it. Let's look into uh, how a certain amount of money invested today can really turn into a big nest egg for you over the long term. So uh, we said earlier a 6% rate of return. Obviously, as you increase the rate of return, uh, the time with which it's going to take a certain amount of money to double is going to decrease, right? Uh, money is going to double at a faster rate. So let's say you made a 10% annual rate of return and you invested $10,000 at the age of 20, right? I'm just using the age of 20 uh, as something real simple. Use it for whatever age you're at uh, and you can extrapolate this out uh, based on the number of years that it would take. But let's say you have $10,000 and you are 20 years old and you invest it, let's say in the S&P 500, and you're going to make 10% per year over the long term, okay? If this is the case, okay, based on the rule of 72, then your money will double every 7.2 years, right? 72 divided by 10, 7.2, okay? Now, you take that $10,000, you double it once, $20,000, double it twice, 40,000, double it again, 80,000, again, 160, again, 320,000, again, 640,000, and one more time uh, is $1.28 million. Now, how long did it take to get that $1.28 million? Well, it takes approximately 
50.4 years, so about 50 and a half years. So by the time you are 70 and a half from just investing $10,000 at age 20 and never investing any other money, which is not realistic, right? You're just investing that $10,000 and letting it grow at 10% until you are 70 years old or 70 and a half years old, you will have $1.28 million. And so you see the importance of this and being able to approximate this because this really makes it clear that, hey, if I've got $10,000 today and I'm you know, 20, 25 years old, I can put that money away and allow that money to become something substantial for me in the future. Allow that money to increase in value uh, and not just be something uh, that I spend on whatever it may be, right? Uh, it shows you the importance of any extra money that you get now, stimulus checks or tax refunds or whatever you may be getting. Uh, put that money away and allow it to grow for you over the long term and you will not regret uh, those outcomes if you have time. And the rule of 72 shows us uh, that based on a certain rate of return, time can be our best friend because our money can double again and again and again uh, over the long term. And so what the rule of 72 does not take into account uh, is the fact that you should be adding money to your investment account systematically over time. Uh, we talk in the financial action plan about the importance of taking the employer match in the third part uh, and investing in your employer-sponsored retirement accounts in that way, uh, or investing at least 15% uh, for your future uh, once you get to the sixth part of the financial action plan and then maxing everything out later on and doing so in a systematic nature. Well, here we're just talking about if you have a lump sum, what can that lump sum turn into, right? And it, again, shows how important it is to start early, right? Those of you out there who think, man, there's just no way uh, I could spare $5,000, $10,000, however much, right, to begin uh, some investment account and really get money working for me. Well, guess what? You don't have to start with $5,000, $10,000, whatever it may be. You can start with a smaller amount and build up to that, right? Uh, when I started investing in Roth IRAs, uh, I started with just $150 a month. I was slowly putting money away into uh, the Roth IRA. And I was just doing $150 a month, starting slow and allowing myself to build up. And if you can't even do that, then start slower and build up. Because if in a relatively short amount of time, and I'm saying within, let's say, five years, right? Let's say you're young and within five years, you can build up to $10,000 worth of assets. Uh, well, you can see where this $10,000 can take you uh, in not so long of time. And you can see where this $10,000 uh, can take you over the long term. It can take you quite a ways. Now, you add money on top of that. You systematically add money as you go uh, and compound interest will take that money too. And we'll, it will allow that money to grow into the future as well, right? you are going to be able to grow not just your principal value, but the money that you put away systematically over time as well, which makes all the uh, examples of the growth of money that I've done previously make a whole lot more sense. Uh, but let's just, uh, let's think about things uh, just pragmatically for just a second. And let's say, okay, based on the long-term return of the stock market, okay, the long-term return of the S&P 500, right, if you were to just put money away and via the rule of 72, what is $1 worth over a certain amount of time, right? Based on uh, that rate of return, how uh, quickly can $1 double? And then we can look at, okay, well, if you can put this much money away today based on historical rates of return, then you should have approximately this in the future. So let's see what that looks like. So if you go back all the way and you go back to 1871, 
Okay, so that's as far back as we can get data for the S&P 500. You go back to 1871 and you say, what has the annualized S&P 500 return been if you were to have reinvested your dividends over that amount of time? Well, the annualized return is 9.173% per year. Okay, so not a bad annualized rate of return. And that is all the way through March of 2021. So then if you have a dollar today, okay, and you want to double that dollar, you want to turn it into $2, and you want to turn that $2 into $4, and you want to turn that $4 into $8, right? How long is it going to take for your money to double? Well, it's going to take 7.849 years approximately uh, for your money to double, for $1 to become $2 or $2 to become 4 and so on and so forth, okay? So what does this tell us? Well, if we have a 40-year time horizon, okay, because you do just a little bit of math here, and you see that if you have a 40-year time horizon, then you can turn $1 into over $32, right? So we find that in approximately 39.25 years, 39 and a quarter years, we can turn $1 into $32. So uh, by the time you hit 40 years, you can turn it into more than $32. Well, what does that mean? That means that we can turn $10,000 into $320,000 based on historical rates of return in that long. Or we can turn $50,000 into $1.6 million approximately over that amount of time. You see that your dollar today is not just worth a dollar, right? Your dollar today is worth way more into the future based on compound interest. In economics, there's this concept of opportunity cost. And this idea of opportunity cost means uh, it is the best alternative that was given up in order to do something, right? And so your opportunity cost of going and spending your money over the last over 100 and, you know, however many, 150 years, right? The opportunity cost of uh, you spending a dollar has been that that dollar could turn into uh, $32 in every 39 and a quarter years or somewhere around uh, that amount. And so uh, if you just put away small amounts, those small amounts can turn into very large amounts. And, and like I said, just tack on zeros here, right? If you're systematically investing, and let's say you get to a point where you can invest quite a bit and you can invest, let's say $1,000 a month, right? Well, every $1,000 you're putting away 40 years from now, that $1,000 can be worth over $32,000. Okay, and this is saying if uh, those long-term rates of return persist, obviously, uh, and it's also saying that uh, if you know they don't go higher than that 9.173% that we saw previously. So uh, we can see that it is extremely powerful. It's extremely powerful compound interest is. And if we can just put money away, not just principal amounts today, but if we can put principal amounts away along with systematic investing over time, then our money can turn into something substantial if we just give it time, if we just invest it in good uh, appreciating assets over time that will allow it to double at a good rate, that will allow it uh, to continue to grow. And if you're ever interested in knowing how quickly your money is going to double or how quickly it's going to grow or whatever, look at the long-term rates of returns of whatever assets you're invested in and then just take uh, 72 over that rate of return stated as a whole number, like I said, uh, and you will find how many years approximately it's going to take uh, for your money to double. And it's, it's a really uh, interesting exercise. It's a fun exercise. And it reminds us the power of compound interest. It reminds us uh, how doubling your money uh, is not that hard if you just give it time. 
right? And and in today's culture, we think a lot about just things happening fast. We want things to happen fast. We watched Bitcoin take off, right? We watched Bitcoin take off from less than ten thousand uh, dollars, you know, a little over a year ago, uh, into you know sixty thousand dollars per Bitcoin, uh, you know, not so long ago, and we're kind of pushing up against that uh, again. We've watched the S and P five hundred go from two thousand to four thousand uh, in about a five year period. Uh, and so we've seen that rates of return have been very high and things are happening really fast. But we have to understand that over the long term, things don't necessarily happen that fast. Uh, it's not realistic to look at the, the value of your money doubling like that over the long term to persist. But given that that is the case, we can still look at reasonable rates of return and see what we think uh, our money could double at. And we have to be able and willing uh, to give our money time, right? Because seven years to double seems like a long time, right? Especially, let's say, if you start with, uh, you know, and this is obviously we wouldn't start with this, but if you start with $1, right? And taking seven years for that $1 just to turn into two, it seems like a long time, right? But once you get to that point where you're like, okay, I have $300,000, well, seven years for $300,000 to turn into $600,000 doesn't seem all that bad. Uh, but when you're trying to turn one into two, it seems that bad. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's harder to grow money early on uh, because you're just making uh, very small steps. But as you move forward, as you move along that exponential curve, right, the rate of growth increases uh, and you will be able to see your money grow more and more. You'll be able to see 300,000 turn into 600,000 instead of just seeing uh, 1,000 turn into 2,000, right? Uh, in the same period of time, given the same investment, same rate of return, same everything, right? So don't think of everything so much in dollar value. Think of how long it's going to take something to double. Think of the rate of return that you are earning and how that rate of return will persist over time. Look, I want all of you guys to be investing. I think uh, this is very important for all of you. And uh, that's why it's part of my financial literacy talk, because compound interest is so important. Uh, and if you don't understand compound interest, you don't understand how it works and you don't uh, make it work for you and not against you because most people have compound interest working against them in the form of debt and loans and things of the like, uh, then you are going to be sorry over the long term. So make sure that you start putting money away into good uh, appreciating assets over the long term. Allow your money to grow. Know what you're invested in and know what the long-term rates of returns are. That way uh, you can see and you can estimate where you're going to be over the long term. And hopefully uh, you can employ things like the rule of 72 in order to do so. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to create a financial plan that's specific to you and your family's needs over the long term, then I can do that and I can keep you accountable to that plan uh, for as long as you may need. Uh, just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the work with Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about recessions, what they are, uh, what they are not, right? Uh, and some of the myths and common misconceptions around recessions. Uh, and hopefully it can make you a little more comfortable with the idea of recessions, especially in uh, a capitalist economy like our own. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.